this is Snigdha from newslaundry.com bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Sunday the 19th of April. The number of cases in India has crossed the 15,000 mark today and it stands at 15,712 cases including 507 deaths and 2,230 recoveries. According to the Indian Council of Medical Research, a total of 3.72 lakh samples have been tested as on Saturday. Maharashtra remains the worst affected state with 3,651 cases. It also recorded the highest number of coronavirus casualty in the country as the death toll in the state went up to 211. The other states that have seen the most number of cases include Delhi, Tamil Nadu, Rajasthan, Madhya Pradesh, Gujarat, Uttar Pradesh and Telangana. During his briefing today, the Maharashtra Chief Minister Uddhav Thakri said that of the total number of coronavirus cases in the state, 70 to 75% cases are asymptomatic, while 52% are in serious condition. He mentioned that lockdown measures in the state will be relaxed in a graded manner from tomorrow onwards. Thakri requested the public not to venture out, even though the commercial and industrial activities have been allowed to resume. He said, and I quote, we need to start the economic wheels again. We are giving selective permissions from tomorrow, especially in orange zones and green zones, unquote. In Delhi, meanwhile, Chief Minister Arvind Kejriwal has said that there will be no relaxation in lockdown as of now. Addressing a press conference via video, Kejriwal said that after assessing the prevailing situation in Delhi, it has been decided not to permit any relaxation of the lockdown as of now. He said, and I quote, I also want to offer relaxations. It is rather easy, actually. And if we offer relaxation and the situation worsens, we fall short of ICUs and ventilators and people die in large numbers, we will not be able to forgive ourselves. On 27th April, a review meeting will be held again, unquote. Coronavirus cases in Delhi have reached 1,893. The Delhi government also began testing people for coronavirus in various containment zones spread across the city today. Delhi's health minister Satendra Jain has said that the AAP government has acquired 42,000 such kits. The number of containment zones in Delhi on Saturday increased to 76, with eight new zones being added in various areas in one day. The number of coronavirus cases in Gujarat rose to 1,604 on Sunday after 228 more people tested positive for the infection. Of the total cases, 140 were reported from Ahmedabad, taking the district's tally to 1,002. At least four states, Telangana, Andhra Pradesh, Bihar and Maharashtra, have issued advisories to medical shops and pharmacies to note down names, addresses and phone numbers of anyone purchasing medicines for fever, cold and cough. Seeking a daily list, the Andhra and Telangana governments said authorities will subsequently trace the people on it and get suspected coronavirus cases tested. Meghalaya has reported 11 cases, while Goa and Puducherry have reported seven COVID-19 cases each. Manipur and Tripura have two cases each, while Mizoram and Arunachal Pradesh have reported one case each. The Home Ministry issued an order today saying that the movement of labourers outside the state or union territory where they are currently located will be prohibited amid the nationwide lockdown. If a group of migrants who wish to return to their places of work within the state where they are presently located, they will be thermally screened. Those who test asymptomatic will be transported to their respective places of work. 
The MHA order also said that during the journey, social distancing norms must be followed and the buses used for transport must be sanitized. A day before its guidelines on phase two of the COVID-19 lockdown come into effect, the center has banned e-commerce companies from delivering non-essential items. In its April 15th guidelines, the Ministry of Home Affairs had said that operation of e-commerce companies will be allowed and their delivery vehicles will be allowed to ply with valid passes. This had opened doors for e-commerce platforms to deal in non-essential items as well. While the new order makes no distinction on essential and non-essential items, the MHA spokesperson tweeted saying that e-commerce platforms will not be allowed to deal in non-essential items. Civil Aviation Minister Hardeep Singh Puri said airlines are advised to open bookings only after the government takes a decision on starting domestic and international commercial passenger flight services. Puri said on Twitter, and I quote, the Ministry of Civil Aviation clarifies that so far, no decision has been taken to open domestic or international operations, unquote. Go Air has sent its employees on leave without pay till the nationwide lockdown ends on 3rd of May. While the airline had already sent a large portion of its staff on leave without pay, the latest communication will now apply to all its employees. The airline has about 5,500 employees. Northern Railway, which has been at the forefront in making COVID-19 related material like isolation coaches, PPE suits and hand sanitizers, has issued instructions to make masks from the cloth meant for the uniform of railwaymen. Each mask will cost about 5.94 rupees, whereas the same quality mask in markets cost around 7.50 rupees. Now for some international updates on coronavirus. Globally, the number of infections has risen to 2.3 million with 1.6 lakh deaths. The United States was pulled in different directions in dealing with coronavirus this weekend as governors of New York and New Jersey called on the Trump administration to help them speed up testing. President Trump, on the other hand, encouraged people in some states to rebel against lockdowns and many governors considered easing social distancing restrictions. The governors of New York and New Jersey, the epicenters of the outbreak in the United States, offered some encouraging statistics in their state's battle against coronavirus yesterday. But they said that they still do not have the necessary resources to open their economies. In both states, the curve of new infections seems to be flattening or dropping. In New Jersey, the number of new cases and hospitalizations were leveling off, and New York reported its lowest daily death toll in more than two weeks at 540. New estimates by researchers at Howard University suggest that the United States as a whole cannot safely reopen unless over the next month it conducts more than three times the number of coronavirus tests than it is currently administering. The country has so far recorded more than 7,40,000 cases with more than 39,000 deaths. Hundreds of people took to the streets across large cities in Brazil, bringing traffic to a standstill and protesting against the country's social distancing measures. They called for the resignation of politicians who decided to implement strict economic and social lockdowns. President Bolsonaro has also been fiercely criticizing the measures and he also fired his health minister, Luis Henrik Mandetta, who had defended physical distancing on Thursday. On Saturday, Bolsonaro gave further hints that he plans to reopen the economy soon. Brazil is South America's worst affected country with 36,925 confirmed infections and 2,372 reported deaths. 
As medical workers in Britain worry about a shortage of personal protective gear, officials announced that a shipment of 84 tons of equipment, including 400,000 protective gowns, was on its way from Turkey. Doctors and nurses in Britain were so concerned about the lack of PPEs that Neil Mortensen, the president-elect of the Royal College of Surgeons, issued a statement on Saturday questioning the government's guidance. At least 15,464 people have died in Britain after testing positive for coronavirus. Spain's COVID-19 death toll rose by 410 today, down from 565 on Saturday. It is the lowest daily increase since March 22nd. Spain is still one of the world's hardest hit countries with its overall death toll standing at 20,639. Figures from France's military leadership reveal that more than half of the sailors aboard the country's flagship aircraft carrier contracted coronavirus as the ship traveled through the Mediterranean Sea, the North Sea and the Atlantic Ocean. A Navy official said that 1,046 of the total 1,760 people aboard the ship tested positive for the virus. The ship is undergoing a lengthy disinfection process since returning to its home base in Toulon last week. One person who served aboard is in intensive care and more than 20 others are hospitalized. Russia has reported 6,060 new coronavirus cases in the past 24 hours, compared to 4,785 on the previous day. So far, 313 people in the country are confirmed to have died from COVID-19. South Korea has reported only eight new coronavirus cases for the first time in two months. The Prime Minister said that the government will loosen some of its lockdown restrictions. It is the first time new infections fell to single digits in the country since the outbreak escalated in mid-February. The Prime Minister said that the government will consider opening public outdoor facilities and would relax guidelines under which sports facilities and restaurants could open in particular circumstances. Other social distancing measures that were set to expire today were extended until May the 5th. In total, South Korea has recorded 10,661 infections, including 234 deaths. China has classified the coronavirus epicenter Wuhan as a low-risk area days after it revised the city's toll by 50%. China's National Health Commission said on Sunday that 16 new confirmed COVID-19 cases were reported in the country. The death toll remained at 4,632 as no new fatalities were reported on Saturday. The overall confirmed cases in China has reached 82,735. Saudi Arabia's highest religious body, the Council of Senior Scholars, urged Muslims worldwide to pray at home during Ramadan if their countries require social distancing to combat coronavirus. In Bangladesh, however, tens of thousands of citizens ignored the nationwide lockdown yesterday to attend the funeral of a Muslim political leader, prompting fears of a new outbreak in the country struggling to contain the disease. The Bangladeshi police said that about 100,000 people had gathered in the town of Sarail without masks or other protective gear for the funeral of Maulana Jubair Ahmad Ansari, a senior member of an Islamist party. The Bangladeshi police force suspended several senior officers in the district for failing to disperse the crowd. Bangladesh imposed a nationwide lockdown on March 26 and banned more than five people from praying together in the country's 300,000 mosques. The country's health ministry said that the number of infections had risen to about 2,200 on Saturday with 84 deaths, though the number of people tested remains low. Now for some non-coronavirus news. 
Historian Ramchandra Guha said in a tweet today that he would no longer be writing his fortnightly column in the Hindustan Times, saying that the newspaper had decided not to publish his article about the central government's Central Vista project to reconstruct an iconic section of the national capital. In a tweet, Guha said, and I quote, for print and online readers of my regular past and present column in the Hindustan Times, for this Sunday's issue, I had written on the folly and vanity of the Central Vista project. The newspaper censored the column, unquote. The 20,000 crore Central Vista project aims to break down and rebuild many historic buildings in the four square kilometer area from the gates of Rashtrapati Bhavan to India Gate. On March 20th, the Ministry of Housing and Urban Affairs issued a notification amending the land use of five plots to allow the project to proceed. Many pointed out that the money could have been put to better use to fight coronavirus. Goa's piece has now been published by The Wire. It makes multiple references to a two-part news laundry article by a contributor, Alpana Kishore. To know more about it, do check it out on our website. It is titled, Government First, Citizen Last. Delhi Central Vista plan turns democracy on its head. We at News Laundry want to dig deeper into the details of this Central Vista project. But for that, we need your help. Carrying out an extensive story like this requires time, money, and resources. To be a part of this project, please contribute to News Laundry by subscribing to us. Go to newslaundry.com and hit the subscribe button on the top right corner of the website. The lowest plan starts at 300 rupees a month only. More than 20 film personalities, including Anurag Kashyap, Vishal Bhardwaj, Mahesh Bhatt, and Ratna Patak Shah today issued a statement against the arrest of students and activists by the Delhi police for protesting against the amendments to the Citizenship Act and demanded their release. Jamia Millia Islamia University students Miran Haider and Safura Zargar were arrested by the police for their alleged role in organizing protests against the Citizenship Act. Clashes had broken out between the supporters of the law and those opposing it between February 23rd and 26th in Northeast Delhi, killing 53 people and injuring hundreds. The police were either accused of inaction or complicity in some instances of violence, mostly in Muslim neighborhoods. The Jamia Coordination Committee, a body of students who have been active since December 15th when the protests began, had said that Heather and Zargar were visiting the area for relief work after the violence and alleged that members of the minority committee are being targeted. The statement from the film personalities reads, and I quote, the country right now is reeling through a grave crisis as a result of the novel coronavirus and nearly a month long lockdown. We are all being asked to stay home and stay safe in order to break the chain of the deadly virus. We are shocked to know that in the midst of such a grave situation, the Delhi police arrested two students of Jamia Millia Islamia and several activists from localities of Northeast Delhi who participated in peaceful protests against the CAA. Unquote. Now for some homegrown stuff on newslaundry.com. On April 14th, Thousands of migrant workers gathered outside Bandra Depot in Mumbai to put forward their demand to go back home. TV news anchors decided to add some masala to this gathering and they threw in words like sazish and masjid. While Arnab Goswami told his viewers that they were not migrants at all, Rajat Sharma questioned why the crowd had gathered outside a mosque. Such dog whistling, much wow. In the latest episode of TV Nuisance, Manisha looked at all the TV news coverage of the incident and spoke to News Laundry reporter Pratik Goyal about his ground report on the same. 
don't forget to read his report titled Was the Gathering at Mumbai's Bandra Bus Depot a Conspiracy? That's all for today. Have a great day or a good night depending on where you're listening from. See you tomorrow. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Thank you.